the future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. It's one of those things where it was so palpable and so obvious, <laughs> it was hard not to just start laughing, which w- would have only made it worse. Oh, totally. I mean, it would have made it way worse if I laughed. Like, that's so weird. And you didn't do anything? No. No. You just existed. I just existed. But oh, there was boy. something specific about me, and I still don't know what it is. And no, we couldn't figure it out. But it was definitely me. Like, there was wow, no great. three other confirmed reports. Oh, yeah, it was me. It and was nobody def- else. Uh, no, not that we noticed. Huh, okay. <laughs> not that we noticed. <laughs> Four people walked in, all being the brand new people. Only one was singled out as the uh, as the the target of the ire. It's that darn punchy face, Greg. I, I told don't know you. what it was. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Wherever and however you listen, it is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, we have a lot of stuff to get to today. And uh, number one, though, I do want to remind everybody uh, to say thank you. Yes. We're going to FunEmploymentRadio.com clicking on the Amazon link. We are so grateful every time you go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on that Amazon link. It helps us out immensely and we appreciate each and every one of you. It does. Our friend Liz bought sunglass chains off of Amazon. Oh, Liz. By going to FunEmploymentRadio.com clicking on the Amazon link. Yes. So that was just, I just wanted to give a shout out to I that. really did like, I've seen her sunglass chain. I, I think mm-hmm. it's pretty cool looking. Yeah. It's like a, like a real Golden Girls thing she has going it's on. It's real Golden Girls mm. look. Yeah, that's kind of what's, what's being brought back. Yeah. <laughs> but the important thing is go to funemploymentready.com and click on the Amazon link when you want to buy your things. All right. Stuff and things. Uh, and also, want to say Happy New Year. This is our very first show in the year 2018. Weird. So thanks for tuning in. Greg, do you know what, it, I was thinking about this earlier today. You know what 2018 is? What? 20 years since I've graduated from high school. Yep. So you got that your reunion is, coming I up. have my reunion this yeah. summer, which we'll yeah, which we'll have to talk about in great detail because uh-huh. it's at a casino. I already have my invite. Wow. And you get a I'm, cool casino to go to. I'm totally That's gonna way go. Cooler. Oh yeah. Then, then, uh, yeah, oh, it's going to be a cool. big old mess, I'm sure, because mm-hmm. I've been following some of my, um, you know, some of my classmates, and like now, in you know, since it's been about 20 years, there've been like a lot of people that got married. Like a lot of people I know are just going through their divorces. Like I talked to you about. I think it's just yeah, which be... is late to be going through your first divorce. Yeah. Usually, you do that earlier. Yeah, so I think it's going to be kind of um, an interesting mess. I'm really excited about it. All right. Yeah. Well, 2018. There Woo! it is. Something to look forward to. So. Uh, yeah, but anyway, thank you, everybody, for tuning into our show. We do appreciate it. So I wanted to talk about – actually, there's a couple of things. There's something with the year 2018 because, you know, everybody makes resolutions and about, you know, things they want to change about themselves. I have an idea of what I want to do, but I'm, I'm going to bring that up here in a little bit. And I what want do you mean? your opinion and I want listeners' opinions about whether or not I should become this kind of person. So I'm, I'm debating on something. And a little bit of it stems from, from what happened last Friday. And that okay. is when – I went with uh, the nerd herd of Keelan, Scott Daly, and uh, Tristan Mayer. We went up to Vancouver, nerd Washington. Herd. Vancouver, Washington, where we proceeded to hit some of the diviest dive bars I've ever encountered in my life. There were some real winners. Like some, some of them would rival 82nd Avenue in Portland uh, and like further on out East Portland. Oh, like you what, know the that. scary ones? Like the cash-only bars with the yeah. drug dealers? Uh, yeah, there were some cash-only uh, situations, oh boy, I, believe, okay. I believe that happened. Yeah, one of them was cash. Yeah, yeah, one of them was cash only. Um, so we we went out, and the, the thing is, though, so it was a great time. It was it was a lot of fun, and uh, and thank you. We had our we had our DD who was driving us around, and thank you to everybody, the, those guys for doing that. It was it was a, it was a good time. It was a dorky bunch of us. Oh boy. So what? But happened? here's the deal. Okay. So I didn't know what to expect because going out in Vancouver, and that's what our whole show on Friday was about—like what to expect. Turns out maybe I did need to get brass knuckles. So here's the thing: the first, this is the first bar oh we show up at. Oh boy! And I, I don't even remember the name, but I could find out the name. It doesn't even matter. It's one of those ones that's kind of just in a big parking lot, and then it's like they threw up a building and said bar. And then, and then that's what it is, like on a weird way. It kind of spoke to you. Where it's, it's like, oh no, darkly, that's where we have to go. Darkly lit on the outside. Well, I wasn't in charge of any of this. Tristan took us there, so we we walk in, and it was it was packed with clearly you know locals and and everybody sitting at their tables. Now, what what is a a Vancouver local? Because I'm familiar with like Southeast Portland locals. Do they look kind of similar in the wild? Um, yes. Is it a lot a of video little, poker? They're no, they don't. No, because they don't really do video poker there, I don't think. Okay. They do the pull tabs, which that, actually, I'll talk about that. They do different kinds of gambling, bar gambling up there. 
Like it's it's different laws. Like in Oregon, we have slot pull machines. Tabs. Are, those, are those the ones that you just pull the little pieces of paper off? Yeah, uh-huh. and try to like match the whatever. Yeah, it is? okay. I don't think a lot of states have it like Oregon. Where I we played have... that in Seattle at a very scary bar in Seattle before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in the state of Oregon, we have slot machines and video poker in like pretty much every bar. So it's it's all funded through Oregon State Lottery. So that's it's all legal. So that's what we have. But I, I think it's different in Washington because it's it's the pull tabs, and then they do have a different kind of gambling that I'll talk about here in a bit too. But but the thing is, uh, for locals, like to describe this bar, it was dark, um, but you know there was a lot of activity. There was probably about thirty people in there at least, and it's the kind of thing oh, wow. where the tables set up were at least partially they were like cardboard tables. You know, where they just put a bunch of chairs on it. It's like, well, let's fill it up kind of like a like a VW hall or VFW hall. Or like or a like or an Eagles Lodge or something. Eagles Lodge, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so so there's all that. There's there's a bunch of bunch of ladies sitting over on the right, sitting at the tables, and then there was a bunch of dudes hanging out at the bar. And it was kind of split up that way. I don't know why. I think the guys were all up there ordering drinks. But we walk in and uh Did everything just go yeah, like screeching halt? Yeah. So everybody turned around and took a look because it was the four of us walking in and clearly we were not regulars when we walked in there. Wait, are you going to specify which bar this was? You know, honestly, I, I would have to, we went to a few, so I have to check the name. Okay. I, I'll have to ask Tristan which one that was. Um, I, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get an answer to that. Okay. I'll get an answer to that. Uh, I can. Because I can there's some speculation in the chat. I wanted to see if there was any of the ones. Well, that I, I don't want to say the name even when I find out, but maybe I could for the live listeners in the chat. I could let them know which one it was. Okay. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get the answer to that. And, uh, and so, so, yeah, everybody turns and looks, and everybody was looking at us when we walked in. And most people, they kind of did the look like, huh. What? Who what? are they? What are they doing What's here? What's going on here? What's the deal here? And then, you know, they get bored with looking at us and they turn back and like begrudgingly like, well, all right, but I'm, you know, kind of one of those, well, I'm going to keep my eye on them. They're going to be here, but I don't have to like it. I don't like it, but I'm not going to do anything about it. So I'm going to turn around and keep drinking my drink. And that's what most people did, except for one guy. And he was standing, you know, it was a long bar and and one bartender back there. So she's running back and forth. And (laughs) this one guy, he had like a jean jacket kind of outfit going on. Of course he did. And he just turned around, and he's leaning against the bar, and he's just staring. He's probably about, I mean, he's, he's a taller guy. I would say, like, 6'2", or something like that. Grizzled. Like, I'm a local. Like, this is my territory. Okay, and, like, he's like, just, he's letting you yeah, be like, there. Like, one of those guys where it's, like, he assumes all the ladies in there like him, because he's Earl, you know, an Earl... He's from here, and everybody loves Earl and all that. Well, I guess oh, it's boy. the name of a show. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> it's 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 one of those things, you know, where where that's that's kind of what it what it was. Where it's like clearly this is his house. Okay, and that's like his seat. I've walked and into he's his having house. his drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is my drink. And so I um, uh, let's see. Ben is asking, fat dude, shorts with no neck. No, 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 no. It wasn't it wasn't a large guy, but tall. You know, a working man. Okay. Kind of working man look. And and I'm like, okay, well, he's he's still doing the glaring, still doing the glaring. Okay, wait, nobody else is glaring. And then I'm looking around and I'm trying to do the side eye look so I don't make eye contact because it's one of those glares where I can feel it burning. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, he wants me to make eye contact so he can make a deal out of it. You know, that's that's what this guy's looking for. Oh, you think he's start, trying to start a fight? He was the way he was staring at me, and it's been a long time since I've had anybody uh since I've had anybody stare at me that way with like the kind of hate, and that's when I realized, like, he's not staring at any of the other guys. He's he's staring at me. Hmm. He's he's. I'm like, and I keep doing the side eye glance where you pretend to look around the room just so you can like catch him up your like peripheral vision. Yeah, well, to yeah. see if he's looking at somebody else. And I did this. I did that thing where usually if somebody's accidentally staring at you, they'll realize like, oh, okay, I'm staring at somebody. I'll, I'll look away. No. No, I did two pans of the room where you look to the right and then you look back and and so that way you can catch that one thing you're actually trying uh-huh. to look at and uh, didn't break the glare. Did not break the glare. Wow. And of course- And it was definitely at you. It was definitely at me. It was definitely at me. Okay. Yeah. And I had volunteered to buy the first round, so I was get, getting a pitcher of beer and they went, you know, <laughs> those three guys that I'm with all went off to get their seat uh, to get, a, get us a table. And so I'm standing at the bar, and of course it's taking her for the bartender forever to get over to me. She's and she's not doing anything wrong. She's had a bunch of customers, but I had to stand right next to this guy. So I'm like two people away, 
and he's doing the whole, still glaring at me from the side. And it's like, the, how close are you guys standing at that point? Uh, about two people away from each other. Oh, okay. And there's, but there's no other people, like two chairs. And I'm just standing at the bar, so like two chair lengths. But there's nobody in between us. So I'm pretty defenseless. But I decided to go this route, and I was debating what route to go. I, was, I decided, okay, I'm going to do the stand here and pretend like I don't see it. Pretend like I'm just completely unaware of what's going on. Because either that, or I got to look at him and be like, what, what's going on? You know, or acknowledge the situation. Because once I acknowledge it, that gives him the open lane yeah. to just to do whatever it is he wants to do. Whether it's, you know, fight And you don't want to give him a lane. You don't I don't want to give him, him a lane. the option. And we're, we're outnumbered in there. There's there's a lot more of them than there are of us, and and so I did I did the ignore, I just looked straight ahead, and then this is when I got pretty nervous. He started scooting closer. What do you mean scooting closer? Like scooting closer. Like, did he get into like, the next like, chair? He was standing as well. No, we were both standing. He never sat. He stood there and he was leaning against the bar, and then he scooted closer to me. And at that point, I did I did the kind of tense up like. Oh, Really, the first place I haven't even had a beer. Like, and this is what's this is already yeah. how this night's gonna go. Like, this is what's gonna go on. And and he scooted closer and he started leaning into the bar. And he leaned over and his arm kept going and it went past me. And I like scooted back a minute. I'm like, you know, all right, okay, this is what's gonna happen. Oh my gosh. And he leaned past me, and I didn't realize that in front of me on the on the bar, you know, kind of close. Close to closer to where the bartender would be on the on the bar table, um, was a five dollar bill that was clearly had left, been left there for a tip for her. He reached over in front of me, grabbed that five dollar bill, removed it from in front of me, and then set it further in to the bar so the bartender could get it. Almost as if he was worried I was going to take <laughs> the five dollars, like I was going to come up and try to swipe the bartender's five dollar tip. Wow! Like that's what it was, and he did it so obviously that it's like there's no question. That is so awkward. So awkward. So he's insinuating to your face that he thinks that you're going to rob, like, steal something from the bartender. That I'm going to come in there. And I'm going to steal from the bartender. Yeah, that's did what he look he was at you when he was doing that. Well, I didn't make again. I didn't want to make eye contact with oh the guy because you make so eye contact, awkward. it starts a whole yeah. issue. And I just know how these guys work. It's just what they're begging for. They want me to make eye contact so they can, then it can be a thing. And then it'll have to be a thing. So he kind of moved the $5 bill away from you and closer he to her? He took it away from me, moved the $5 bill, and then put it, put it uh, further in to where nobody could reach it so the bartender could get it. Oh, my God. I mean, and it was just sitting there. I was the only one there. That's so, so awkward. There's nobody else he's moving that for other than to keep it away from me because he thinks I'm going to take the $5. So, so that, that happened. Wow. You know, I got the drinks, I tipped and we went back and I, I sat down with- Did you tip or did you just steal a $5 bill from the bar and pretend <laughs> yeah, that it was apparently yours? apparently that's what they think. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I tipped well. Actually, I think I did tip her $5. And, and uh, I went back to Keelan uh, <laughs> Scott Driston and, and they were like, dude, that guy hates you. Because <laughs> they had been observing it too, that this guy just staring me down and mean mugging me the whole what, time. So was it, did he look similar to you or did he just feel like he was I, I saw that in the chat and just because somebody said it looked like a taller Greg. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't really. Because you spent all your time actively not trying to look at him? Yeah. I mean, he was a white guy with brown hair. I mean, mm. if we all look alike, then I guess, Yeah. you know. So he looked exactly like you. Just a taller version yeah, of me. Tall yeah, a taller version of you. In a jean outfit. Mm-hmm. A little Canadian tuxedo nibbler. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. With shorter hair. He had shorter hair, too. Okay. But anyway, that's, that's, that's what happened the very first place we went. So... What, did anything else end up happening? Was he just staring at you? No, we left after that. It was, it was just, I think, a group decision of, yeah, okay, we had one This here. might not be our place. Let's, let's go ahead and... Now, did it happen again? Is this something that's Vancouver-specific, or was it just no. like that bar-specific? No, it was that, spa- that bar-specific. It was that bar-specific. And so I, I didn't really... I mean, I'll be honest, I had a couple of drinks along the way throughout our bar tour. Mm-hmm. So if there were other people mean-mugging me, I was oblivious to it. I just didn't care. Um, but I, I don't think so. We did... I mean, most of the places we went, actually, everybody was pretty cool. Uh, but uh, But yeah, that was... There was it was the right off right off the bat with that. Then I'm like, okay, so there's the tone for the night. Okay, I've got to I've got to be careful here because this guy is, hates me so. Oh bad. yeah. I mean, it was it was. I wish there was video of it just so that people could see. I kind of wish there was too. I wish I could have seen it because it was something. It was something. 
this, have you ever had that where somebody just glares at you yes. that much? Yes, I've had people just immediately just take a dislike just to me. The second you walk in the door, they don't know you from anywhere. Mm-hmm. They just hate you. No, there's a, there's uh, specific types of people that I can see as soon as I meet them. I'm like, oh, I'm not their kind of person. They they will not like me. I can just I can tell. Yeah, you can just totally get the vibe from them. Like, all right, we're just kind of two types of people that fundamentally don't get don't get along. It's just together. not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's all right. You don't have to force it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 there was not, I'm, I'm never going to be friends with that guy. Yeah. And that's okay with me. Mm-hmm. But that's how it started off. So from there, we went on to some other places and we did have a, we did have a lot of fun. Um, I did, like I was saying with the gambling thing, I learned about this other thing and I'm, I'm trying to remember what they called it, like punch, punch tickets. Or were these the things you were taking pictures of that you were obsessed with? Yeah. So I've never, I've never even seen those. I don't know how to play them. I've never heard of it either. And I, I, I don't know how I've never no, known about this. Punch boards. So it's a form of gambling there where it's a, it's a little board. It's almost like, um, you know, Chad's, like when you used to vote, when you'd have to punch out a little Chad. You know yeah, what I never was able – I know what you're talking about. It's like a, a hole that you punch, right? Yeah, so it's like a, a – No, because I remember them being referenced, but whenever I voted, I've never been able – I've never had one of those. Punch Chad. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like that where you have a little – it's like a board, like a checkerboard, only with a bunch of tiny little holes on it. And um, and then you punch out a hole with a little pin. So it, that sounds satisfying. It's very satisfying. <laughs> and the thing is, the prizes are are really at least at the one I was at were just real basic things. Like you could win um, a uh, st- strawberry preserve or a, a Twinkie or something. What? Like real simple, like little things that you could okay. win in the bar, or up to like a basket of fries or food from the bar. And they had like a bunch of bigger prizes, and I don't know how you win those. Maybe there was there were higher stakes ones but I wasn't in the mood to lose a lot of money. So these were like 10 cents per punch. And what you do is they give you this board. That's and on your the board, kind of gambling, 10 cents at a time. 10 cents at a time. Like you on see, the board that I was doing there is, let's see, let's see, four times, one, two, three, four, five, six. I don't know, like say um, 5, 10, 15, 20. Let me do math right here on the show. Do it. In real time though, please like think about it out loud. Like 800 ways you could win, we'll say, um, on, on a board. And so you punch in, and so it's 10 cents per punch. And so you just punch them out. And then on the back, when, when the, the piece of paper that's punched out, you unfurl it and it's got a number on it. And the number will correspond with whether you won or not. So you, you usually do like 10 at a time. For a whole dollar? For a whole dollar. Oh, boy. And then you compare them and see if you won. Tristan won money, of course, because he's a jerk. But, mm-hmm. uh, but I did not. So it, it was, though, it was, very, it was something that I could see you being very satisfied with. Yeah, that sounds like it would be really fun. Punching out the holes. I mean, you have to have self-control because every time So is it like a Kino thing? Like, do the numbers come up on a screen? No, there's a board. There's an actual, like, printed out board that you look at to see if you won. So they'll pull it up and, like, that's where your prizes are. It's it, so each each punch board. What has was the its biggest prize? Was it all, like, food? (sighs) Yeah, I mean, they had a bunch of toys and stuff set up and I don't know what the deal was with, with those. Like, I think maybe there were, like, higher stakes punch boards that you could win that stuff at. It's like 20 cents or something? I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. dollar ones or oh, something. Oh, boy. There were was, there was some bigger ones. But, yeah, for the stuff I was playing for, it was just, like, bar food. It was just, it was just the satisfaction of winning more than anything. Mm-hmm. And which, and which, I, which I did not. Yeah. I did not win. <laughs> so you had no satisfaction because you didn't have the I had satisfaction, no satisfaction of winning. I didn't get the okay. satisfaction of winning. But I spent $5 on it, so uh, $5 of punches. But, I d- yeah, I didn't get it. But it was... It was pretty cool. It was pretty interesting to see that. So the so Vancouver was like the Wild West that you thought it was going to be. It was the Wild West that I thought it would be. Okay. Yeah, it really was. It lived up to your expectations. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, no goats. We did go to the goat bar that you talked about on on uh, Friday. Yes. Yeah, we went there. Tristan said it was the last place that we stopped was actually the goat bar because he listened to the show. Um, no goats. Didn't no goats. Were goats. there any like animals in there? No, I didn't see it. I didn't oh. see any animals. No. Okay. Well, that's kind of disappointing. No animals, but... Uh, but yeah, it was it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. We, we, had, a, we had a good time with the Nerd Herd. I'm glad the Nerd Herd did. Yeah. Everyone got home okay. Yeah, everybody made it home. No scuffles. No scuffles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I will not be going back to that other bar. Now, I'll get the name for that one. Um, but that being said, though, this is what I want to talk about. You know, with the new year. Oh, that's right. Keelan, thank you. That what, was what? the other story I was going to tell. There was so I said there were some places we were welcome, some places we weren't. There was another place where we clearly were not welcome either. And this is this one we walked into. 
Um, and there weren't that many people in there, like very few. And there was nobody at the bar. And it was a big bar that kind of wrapped around an end. Mm-hmm. And so there were four of us. We're like, all right, well, let's just sit at the bar. And we started pulling out the chairs. And it was this old lady bartender. And she walked over. She's like, you can't sit there. Someone's sitting there. Seats taken. Seats taken, basically. <laughs> and we're like, um, okay. And we're looking around. There's nobody sitting in these chairs. There's no drinks on there. Oh, boy. There's nothing marking these chairs. And we're like, all right, okay, well, we're here, so let's just, get, we'll get a picture and, mm-hmm. and then we'll get out of here. So we went and found a table like further away and watched the entire time. Nobody ever sat in those chairs at the bar. Oh, boy. So she just didn't like the looks of she you. didn't like the looks of us. Yeah, so that was, that was one other one. Uh, but what I was going to say, though, so with the new year, with the uh, new year coming in. Are you trying to figure out how to have a less punchable face? Well, <laughs> apparently for these kinds of guys, yeah, I do have a punchable face. I'm, I'm trying to figure out some new things to do. You know, become a, you know, everybody wants to make resolutions. Everybody wants to be a new thing. And I was trying something out yesterday. And I'm debating if I want to become this kind of guy for the new what year. What kind of guy? People like, like, people with, like, gifts and stuff, right? Like, if you're the guy who's always, like... Like, gifts? Well, I don't That's know. kind of creepy. So, yesterday, spontaneously, I decided to buy a box of mints. Like, and t- like Tic Tacs? Not Tic Tacs. It's something like that, though. I mean, one of those other ones, like certs or something. I've, I've got it in my bag over there. Okay, that's weird. And so... Who buys mints anymore? I did. I don't even re- but like, that's recall. The thing. My mom has mints, I'm pretty okay. sure. I think she carries around some Tic Tacs with her sometimes. Well, what I'm asking is, so yesterday, I was handing out mints to people. I would give people, I was like, hey, would you care for a mint? And I gave them a that mint. It seems almost like it would be insulting. Like you're telling them that their breath smells. Well, this is what I want to know. Yeah, it's insulting. It's insulting to offer a mint? But oh, likes you a mint. look like you sure could use a mint. No. See, I'm saying if I, I'm debating on whether, essentially it's this. Should I become a mint guy? All right. Well, yes. Like I, a guy who gives out mints. All right. So it's being asked for Tony, like, are they like Andy's mints, like the chewy kind of mints, or are they the hard candy mints? Are they hard like certs or something? Yeah, like certs, hard mints. Okay. Like something like that. I haven't settled on a mint Specifically, so that's that's up. I don't like mints because they taste good when you have them, and then like after the taste goes away, it makes your mouth taste funny. What do you mean? It never tastes good after because the mint only lasts like a few minutes after you finish eating it, and then your mouth just tastes weird again. Your mouth tastes well. It's supposed to taste normal, so if it tastes weird, a sugary no, a sugar filled (laughs) mint candy disguised as like some breath cleaner is not going to like leave your mouth better than it was before. Oh, what about Altoids? All right, yeah, Altoids are good. Should I become one of those kind of guys? Wait, so you want to be a, a mint, mint guy. person? Yeah, a mint guy, because everybody likes a mint guy. You know, if I'm walking in this, like, imagine the situation again with me walking in with dude glaring at me, and I just turn to him and I say, hi, how's it going? Would you care for a mint? And then I pulled out, like, a box of mints. Okay, again, because your brain is always stuck in the 90s, are you just trying to make your life like a Mentos commercial? No, I never ate Mentos. No, but it seems like you're trying to just like flip up in a, a mint and like solve all your problems. Is that what Mentos did? I yeah. don't I don't recall their commercials very much. Yeah, Mentos fresh I mean, and I full Mentos of life, being remember? A thing, but you I don't remember the, their... Yeah. Well Mentos are basically they were like chewy mints. They were really good. I love yeah, Mentos. I'm not a big chewy mint person. Yeah. I'd be more of a hard candy mint. Well, you know I can't do hard candies because I'm paranoid about them. Oh yeah. Well, okay, well fine. It's not gonna work on you then. No. But I mean for everybody else, normal. I'm going to be walking in and be like, hey, how's it going? Who'd, who'd care for a mint? You know, and then I pop out mints to everybody. Hmm. Have my mint can. And everybody takes a mint. What made you settle on mints? Mint. What about gum? Mm, I, I mean, it's a, it's a fine line. I feel like a mint guy is a little classier than a gum guy. Like in, in my mind, how that would work. Like a gum guy, you know, gum's nice, you know, every now and then. If you're like, oh, yeah, I'll try a stick of gum. But I think the hard candy... Hard candy is classier. Like it's more more of a hard candy's upper class kind of thing. Like oh, it's a, Greg, it's you're a, showing your age, man. <laughs> no, I think that the hard, nobody ever looks at someone like, oh, he has hard candies. Uh-huh. He must be so classy. You know, like, oh, he has hard candies. He must be seventy. Yeah. No, no, I think a mint guy is. Whenever is I think like of hard candies around. and mints, I think of my grandparents. No, it's circling back my around. My mom's where that's weird be candy cool. bowl that she unwrapped all the candies with, and she shouldn't have left them out, and then it got hot, and they all kind of melt together into one giant like candy sculpture. Did you ever have one of those? I think I think a mint guy, Mike is saying Greg is running out of characters. No, I'm just asking. Like as a mint guy, I think that would be that's something you know one of those people, you know, just just as a little add on. 
to who I am, where I, where I come in with a with a. With a yeah, Greg, are you going to come up with the idea of hiding a, a you know a clean Kleenex in your sleeve in case you need it for emergencies while you're handing out hard candies to people? Hide it in your sleeve. That's what that's what old people do. That's what my grandma I have no idea used what to you're do. Talking about. What, uh, what is keep it? Clean tissues in the sleeve of your uh, whatever you're wearing of your shirt. So that way, if anyone needs a tissue, you can keep like mints in one side, tissues in the other. In the sleeve of your shirt. Yeah, didn't you? That's one of the classic old people, along with the hard candy thing that you already seem to be settled on. You should start carrying around tissues. Uh, I'm not ready to be a tissue person. Mm. Tissue person is different. I think I'd no, be more grateful for a tissue person than a mint person because when you need a tissue, you need a tissue. Nobody yeah, necessarily needs a mint. No, but a mint is no. A mint is fine. Like, and I'm talking about a hard candy, like a classy mint. Like, you know, I got like a classy case for it. You know, and then I kept my mints in. Rick says, yeah, Greg, if you would have offered a mint to the guy who thought you were stealing the bartender's tips, it would have made everything better. I'm certain <laughs> of it. Excuse me, sir. You look like you could use a mint. You know, something like that. Something classy. Yeah, and then he punches you in the face. Uh, possibly. Yeah, that would not. Oh, butterscotch candies. There you go, Greg. Yeah, as Vicky is noting, mints and hard candies are two different things. Yeah, I'm not talking about hard candies, like a butters- Buttersworth or whatever they are. Um, or like Werther's Originals? Werther's Ooh, Originals. those are good. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. I'm saying I'd be more excited mints. about a Werther's Original than I would about a mint. Like, what if I had it in like a fancy tin? Like a custom oh, tin where I dump want my mints tin in mints. there? No. And be like, oh, would you care for a mint? I don't want you something like, that you're like rooting around and you put your hands all over. Plus the other bad thing about if you were going to give people mints, you're like manhandling them. No. There's no wrapper. No, but I'd open it up and let them select their own mint okay. out of my classy tin. So it's a double talking point. So it's like, I, and I open it up and they're like, oh, what a wonderful tin you have. Like, oh, well, thank you. This is a custom tin that I have made for my mints. You know, and then they can pick out a mint of their own. And like, I'm not touching it. I'd be like, I'm not touching your mint. You, you touch your mint. You know, and then that way they take it out. I'm just thinking it could be a pretty cool thing. I think everybody likes a mint every now and then. I mean, I guess every now and then. Yeah, see? It's not anything that I'm really, like, aggressively ever looking for. I'd, I'd prefer a piece of it's gum. It's a pleasant surprise. Mm, it's a pleasant surprise to have a mint. Mint guy. Okay, so this is this oh, it's is an idea. Thing. It's an idea. Yeah. I wanted to throw it out there just to see if this would work, you know, to counteract the punchable face, apparently. But I guess mint man is not going to be one that sticks. I think we need to just let that one go. Man. But I really do like mint. Okay, well, I'm going to – personally, I'm going to start carrying more mints around okay. for myself. I won't offer them as much. I mean, have them on. Oh, but then you'll be like jingly. Like everywhere you go, you'll hear them like clicking around in your oh, pocket. that's a problem. That will annoy me real quick. And everyone around you. I get annoyed by jingles. <gasps> oh, speaking of annoyed by noises, are we going to talk about that thing that uh, the email? Oh, um, we need to talk about that. Let's do that tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, because I'm really curious to learn I'm more curious. about. I want to read a, read up a, on it a little bit. And then, okay. Yeah. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Well, since marijuana is legal in our fine state, we are now going to be able to have access to a limited edition Jack in the Box kooky run of this new fancy box that they've put together for stoners. Oh, boy. Yeah, great. What is it? Jack in the Box has teamed up with rapper Snoop Dogg <laughs> to introduce a combo meal intended for the stoner community that will be sold in states where marijuana is legal. So this is called the Merry Munchie Meal. The Merry Munchie Meal. Will be available uh, January 18th through the 25th, so a short run. They're going to see how it sticks. Um, it offers for a whopping... Greg, how much do you think it is? for some reason. Shocking. So what this $4.20 Merry Munchie meal will have inside of it, it'll have chicken strips, two tacos, five churros, French fries, onion rings, and a small drink. That's pretty... That's a lot for $4.20. That's a lot for $4.20. I mean, I do love chicken strips and tacos. I know. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want one of these Munchie boxes. I'm also hungry. I think you are. And there's, yeah, french fries, onion rings, five churros, and a small drink. Uh, The chief marketing officer at Jack in the Box says, we're welcoming of all of our guests, no matter what they're craving or why they're craving uh, craving it. Uh, So, of course, uh, Jack in the Box did this in celebration of the Adult Use of Marijuana Act finally going into effect in California. Jack in the Box is over 2,200 restaurants nationwide, but only those with legalized marijuana may get the Merry Munchie Meal anytime soon. 
So is it just in California or? No, no, it's in it's in it, different it states. Is it's in starting. Oregon? Yeah, it's starting in California. They're going to do it at some random places as a test market and then bring it out. Okay. So there you go. I mean, you know, honestly, that's a lot for. It's a lot of food. Yeah. Yeah. All right, in Florida with trees. This is from last weekend, but um, I wasn't able to get, or last week, but I wasn't able to get to it because of the holiday. So okay. this still is pertinent. Florida with trees. Okay. Police in Oregon say a burglary suspect was arrested after he decided to, instead of getting trying to avoid arrest, which he wasn't able to do because he eventually was, he decided to drive his truck off of a pier and into the river oh, I, in I, Astoria. I saw the video of that. Yes. So the Astoria Police Department uh, says officers enga- uh, investigating reports of a man trespassing, trespassing on boats uh, arrived on the scene and spotted a Ford F-150 registered to Timothy Aerofief. What is his name? Whoa. That's a lot of Fs. Timothy Aerofief. Timothy Aerofief. Timothy Aerofief. Timothy Aerofief. Timothy Aerofief. That is a tough one. 27 years old, who was out on parole uh, for offenses. So officers approached the truck with the intention of taking him into custody, but Arrowfief would have none of that and sped off in his truck and and ultimately drove it off of a pier into the Columbia River. Well, Arrowfief then attempted to swim away in the frigid water, but the cold temperatures caused him to turn back. After making it a few hundred feet, he was fished out of the water. Um, Police took Arrowfief to a local hospital to be treated for hypothermia. That's that's a treacherous piece of river to be trying to swim in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, he was uh, later released and booked into Clatsop County Jail on charges of criminal trespass, uh, parole violation, attempting to elude a police officer, reckless driving, and escape. He pleaded pleaded not guilty to charges. Um, His bail was set for $75,000. The U.S. Coast Guard had to fish his truck out of the river. Seriously, looking at this video, and we'll we'll post a link on our website. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can can find it. Just type in Astoria, like, drive-off pier. Um, that's amazing he survived on that. Yeah, his truck and he wasn't even injured. Instantly. Yeah, it just went poof. Yeah, and he was terrifying. able to get out of the truck, go swimming for a few hundred feet, and then turn back around like, fuck this. Yeah. So, wow. there you go. I mean, the lesson of the story is, if you're going to drive your truck off a pier, you're going to end up getting arrested anyway, so might as well just save your truck. Because now he's out $75,000 and a truck. Yeah. And treated for hypothermia. That's not fun. No. Unless he really thought he was going to, like, D.B. Cooper and, like, swim across the river or something. Oh, get away baby. with it and they'd never know who he was. Mm-hmm. Timothy Affle... Affle... What is it? Affle-fief or something. Oh, man, that is a tough one. That is a tough one. Uh, Timothy Arrow-fief. Yeah, that's a hard... That's yeah. a hard go there. All right, and I do have one more Oregon story. Oh. And this is going to cause a great disturbance in... In Oregonians, because uh, clearly I've, I've been reading some of the comments that have to do with this um, this big change that I didn't realize was going to be such a big deal for people. But it turns out Oregon's freaking out because there's a law that's just been passed that will allow uh, counties with 40,000 residents or fewer to pump their own gas. Now, in case you don't know, here in the beautiful state of Oregon, uh, basically it's illegal for you to pump your own gas. Like it's been, I think, uh, since 1951. Full-service gas stations are, are, when they have the full-service gas station, somebody is hired to pump your gas for you. You're not allowed to pump it. Yeah, and that's, I think it's us in New Jersey. I think are, like, the only states that have that, from what I understand. There's not very many. Yeah, so you show up at a gas station, like, you can't get out and pump your own gas. You could get, like, in trouble for pumping your own gas. The only time you could do it, when I had my scooter, I was allowed to pump my own gas for that. You were? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know about the law on that, but... I think it's because it was such a... I don't know, because they didn't have a familiarity with the tank. They told you you could? Yeah, right on the place on, like, 39th and... Um, or did you just do it no. and not get in trouble? No, 39th and Belmont, they told me to um, to pump my own gas. Uh, must Multiple be because times. It's a ti- that's a tiny little vehicle, though. Yeah. For the most part, you, you can't... Okay, Carrie is saying for a vintage car. Okay, so there must be some rules to it where you can get away with it. But for the most part, for the most part, yeah, you're mm. not allowed to. And, um, and yeah, you'll, you'll get in trouble for getting out and pumping your own gas. Well, people are freaking out about the change. Uh, so this law, which, um, yeah, started yesterday. So in these smaller areas, you can get out and pump your own gas. So um, a CBS affiliate in Medford was asking its viewers on Facebook about the new law. And the responses have ranged not anything happy, but from anger to confusion. 
one woman, concerned citizen, wrote, I don't even know how to pump gas, and oh, I am boy. 62. I'm a native Oregonian. I say no thanks. I don't want to smell like gasoline. Yeah, I'm sorry. At 62, you're you can figure out something new. You're not like oh, I'm too old to figure out this yeah. pumping gas things. Like, uh, come on, come. you just put the nozzle in the hole. You're not that old. Hold the handle. It's really, it's really, it's, re- it's really. But what's not. funny is reading all of these things, and most of the people are like so concerned because they think they're going to smell like gasoline. Well, if you spray it all over yourself, yeah. If you like douse yourself with it, yeah. But it really is just you know a hose, and you just stick it into the thing, and yeah, hit the trigger. So, and then usually use the locking mechanism so you don't have to stand out there. My guess is, this. Vicky's saying I don't think you have to, you just can. My guess is it's probably for like the late night places out in the, out in the boonies like Eastern Oregon mm-hmm. or something to where you can actually get gas and don't have to go find one that's open. Oh, my so gosh. So you could go any time of day, 24 hours a day and go get gas, which that is, that is a huge problem once you get out of, out of the populated areas of Oregon. Mm-hmm. Oregon's a huge state. And there's some really unpopulated areas. And if you had, like, a 24-hour gas station where you'd stop off and pump your own gas and not be dependent on them being open or having somebody, you know, there. Yeah. That would be pretty nice. Mm. It's also not that hard. Uh, some of the like, biggest concerns are about, like, the smelling like gas. And then also um, they're afraid of transients. What? This is what people are afraid of. This is uh, this is the current. Are these people? Who are these people? I don't Have know. Have they ever left the state? Have I, they ever looked at I the gas? I don't know. Because they're yeah, like, and, and we're worried about and... transients because we could be out there sta- pumping our own gas. And there could be, tra- I'm like, oh yes, all God. the wild transients about. What are the transients going to do? And then somebody else, I, I think this was a, a joke about someone else. is like, well, maybe you could just, I would prefer to pay the transients a little bit of extra money and have them pump my gas so I don't get gasoline on myself. I'm like, oh. What? Is happening, and this is why people think we're idiots. That's, yeah, that's that's pretty embarrassing. That is, <laughs> that, I mean, do they think it's just like free gas or something? Like you just walk up and start pumping, and then it's like an honor system oh, that you have to boy. pay. All right, so I didn't look. I don't, it doesn't say what the um, what the laws are, what the fines are in Oregon, but in New Jersey, though, if you touch the pump. Uh, your fines range between $50 and $250 for the first offense and up to $500 for subsequent offenses. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. So I if mean- you want to entertain yourselves today, may I please suggest looking on uh, the message boards or, like, the comment sections of articles talking about Oregonians pumping their own gas? It is hilarious. That, see, then that, that's just embarrassing. One, one of the other things the uh, the uh, always what people would say is why we have it is that it provides more jobs for the, for the people pumping the gas. And I can totally see, you know, that's that's going to be an issue if this does go across. You know, there's people that will be out of a job. But at the same time, like Carrie just said that um, in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, that in BC they have the option. You can do, you can have somebody pump it, but it's a little bit more expensive. Or you can do self-serve. Oh, okay. I can see that being instituted too. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to take away anyone's job, but I have to tell you, like, the 10 minutes I'm sitting there and waiting I for do, one I poor person yeah. who's trying to man, like, 12 things when I could, 12 pumps when I could just get out and do it my goddamn self. Yeah. It is so it irritating. With, that would be so nice. So like, nice. Like, I wouldn't, I like doing it, too, because also, you know, less human interaction. <laughs> I just kind of want to just get you it don't done. Have to talk to anybody, yeah. Exactly. Get out, get so out. There's always, like, the super well, nice guy. The, except for the transients. Oh, the tra- yeah, the transient yeah. that you're just like having to beat off with a stick yeah. <laughs> whenever you're stopping it. I mean, what are they? How how are these guys picturing this? Is it like The Walking Dead or something? You get it's out of exactly, your car. I think they think it's exactly like, like these, The Walking uh, Dead. Give me dollar. Give me gas. Yeah, these tra- these transients, as they call them, are going to be just like climbing out of bushes to get them. I suppose. Yeah, they're all just hiding there. Ah, but if I stay in there, the gas pump attendant will keep ah. me safe. I I have to say, like I. I would be okay without having, like, the, you know, the, the small talker, the guy that talks a lot. I hate that. It's like I when you roll like down talking. your window and I don't want to be rude because he's just standing there like, so how's your day going so far? I'm like, oh, it's going good. I also don't get that probably as much as you do. I get it a lot. You also talk, though. I don't. Sarah. Not when I'm getting my, I don't talk a lot. I've been around you. You do talk. No, but when I'm, like, waiting like to get any, my guy. Like, even a second of awkward silence is too much for you. You'll fill that void. You let too talking. much awkward silence go. Mm-mm. No, Greg lets too many, like, the pauses are too pregnant. No, I let the pauses go because I want to end the conversation. I don't want to talk. That's so awkward. I've seen you do that before. You just yeah. stop talking and everything, and everyone's like, When I'm okay. in a transaction? Yeah. 
when I'm in a transaction where I'm buying something or purchasing something, it's irritating. Like they're not my friend. Like they're, they're not my buddy. You can be polite. I I'm not rude. I am definitely not rude. Oh, what you're glaring at me like I'm rude? I'm not glaring at you. I'm just raising my eyebrows. How do you, how am I rude? Because you like you're kind of dismissive. Like I've seen it where someone's like, okay, well, how's your day going? Fine. Well, they're they're only saying that because they have to they have to do that. Like they don't really give a shit about my day. Do you think that person really cares about your day for the Maybe. most part? You don't know. You don't know what's going on inside. I of their can head. tell the difference between somebody who really does and somebody who's saying it like, "Oh, I need to say something to the customer. I'm going to be polite," and they're doing their job. And I'm like, "Oh, I'm fine." Do they really want to hear me go? Well, I'm good, but you know, I've got to go home and I'm gonna clean my Is that what living you sound room like in your for head? a while. Then you know, I've got some work to do later on, but I might take a break for a bit at some point. Like, do they want to really hear what my day is going to be? Do you think they really care? I don't. I I don't know, Greg. Who's to I say? I don't want to I don't know. I mean, getting lots. They're sleep probably lately. just grateful for people to talk to. You know, after having to ward off those hordes of transients <laughs> all day, and then you know, stinking to high heaven of gasoline, <laughs> since they can't help but bathe themselves in it. Because clearly, it's very complicated. <laughs> Mr. Jakey says, Sarah, that's what you sound like in Greg's head. <laughs> How's your day going? <laughs> <laughs> I bought some makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I did buy some makeup. Uh, of course you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. See, Ibrahim and Anna are saying maybe if Greg was a little nicer to strangers, he wouldn't have such a punchy exactly. face. Exactly. I'm not, not nice to strangers. Yeah, but you're not nice. I, I stick to myself. A, I'm shy. I don't really... Enjoy... Oh, I'm sorry. What is this story? This is a new one. I'm shy. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, come on. I'm shy. I'm shy. You are you want to be an actor. You like to be out no, there. No, that's way different. That's way different than interacting in the public. Uh-uh. That's completely a different thing. But what I'm saying is I just, I'm, I'm usually, like I'm at the gas station when I'm buying something because I need to buy this. It's not like a, oh my gosh, just had such a great time. Gotta go, go get gas. Oh, I'm so excited to go get gas. You know, no, it's. What, does that make I you have to get special? Gas. Nobody's no. excited to go get gas. That doesn't make me special. It just means I'm there to do a job. My job is to pay that person for gas. Okay. Their job is to pump the gas. That's all. We're just interacting for a brief moment. Wow. What? Somebody's an S-N-O-B. I am not. No, not at all. It's just, uh-huh. you know, they don't, I don't want to They're not really a them. human. No, but They're it's just more, a fuel pump with a human I'm gonna face. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't want to bore them, like make them have to talk to me while they're doing their job. Like, they shouldn't be forced to have to have conversations either. You're not for... Oh, okay. You make no sense. Anyway. I gave a if you want to pass and a beer over Christmas. You're just going to, like, carry that with you forever, aren't you? I gave him a beer. Yeah, you're very excited about yourself. Your mailman a beer, too. You're just giving a lot of people beers. I'm giving a lot of people beers. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it, my friends. It's your world of crazy. Well, <laughs> Rick Rutherford just said Greg is the Lucille Bluth of the gas station. <laughs> wow, Greg. Here's some money. Well, Go speaking of being Wars. shy, you know what I'm excited slash nervous for? Tomorrow? Yeah. Because we are going to be on stage for uh, the Portland Mercury's I Anonymous show. Okay. I don't even know what to do, Greg. I don't even know what it's like. I'm so nervous, Greg. I know. I, I, I'm not nervous. You're not supposed to be nervous. You're supposed to be the outgoing one. I get to be the nervous one. My job is to be always the confident one. Yeah, exactly. That's what makes me nervous when you're like, I'm shy. I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) Get your shit together because you know clearly I am. Well, we're going to be doing it. So it'll be uh, (laughs) um, live at Curious Comedy tomorrow. And we would love to see some familiar faces. We would love to see that. Tickets are at MerkTickets.com. Um, for the I Anonymous show. So it's hosted by Caitlin Weirhauser, and then it's myself, Sarah, and Julia Ramos, and I, I am looking really forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I am too. Oh, you are. It's, it's going to be fun. I am. I'm just, I'm, so when it's billed, it's like, oh, the funniest people. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck to expect yeah, from we're, this. Yeah, we're high up on the, uh, yeah, featuring Sarah X. Dillon and Greg Nibbler from Fun Employment Radio, Julia Ramos, Minority Retort, and your host, Caitlin Weirhauser, live at Curious Comedy Theater. So it's January 3rd, doors at 645. Tomorrow. Shows at seven thirty. Tickets are ten bucks. Come, please come out and support us for the. Love uh, we, our, I mean, you know, if you can, if you can make it down, we would love. Yeah, if to you see can, you. if you can't, totally yeah. understand. But if, yeah. if not, 
it's just always uh, I'm always afraid when someone's like, oh, Sarah Dillon and Greg Nibbler from Fun Employment Radio, and there's like just and the, then it's just crickets. Yeah, it's just that's crickets. The worst. Or there's like the one like or what's worse is like the one empathy clap where you're just like. Like in the back, how you can tell that you don't really know who oh, you are. No. I know. Oh my God, what am I going to wear? What are you going to wear? What are we going to wear? I haven't thought that far. I haven't thought that far. So uh, here's what it is, and I'm going to read the description that they have. The long-running Portland Mercury oh. column, I Anonymous, is famous for allowing readers to send in their most whacked-out rants and confessions anonymously and without being judged. No longer. In the Portland Mercury Presents, the I Anonymous show host Caitlin Weirhauser will read some of the wildest, uncensored I Anonymous submissions ever, which will then be judged by our hilarious jury. Watch some of the funniest people alive judge the most awful people ever for your fun and enjoyment. They're talking us up a lot. And this show oh, does sound like fun. Stop. You're awesome. making me so nervous. What? I kind of feel like I'm going to barf now. <laughs> okay. It's going to be pretty cool. So we, we are really excited. So we've got some it. shoes to fill. So you we're, know we're going to show up to play. So uh, Ms. we're going to. Mr. or Mrs. Jenky shall be there. Oh, thank you. you guys are the best. Thank you so much. Yay, Mr. and Mrs. Jenky. Oh. How are we going to get there? We're going to take the bus. What are we going to do? I'll know. drive. I'll drive. Us. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I won't have a whole lot of. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out. We can, okay. we can figure that out without debating okay. it on the show. All right. Um, oh, thank you, Jenkies. You're my favorite Jenkies. <laughs> the favorite is Jenkies. You're my favorite is Jenkies. Yeah, so show at 7.30. I don't, I'm not sure how long it is, an hour, I'm going to guess, but uh, that's, that's what we shall be doing. Okay. That's tomorrow night. So get your tickets, MerkTickets.com, for the I Anonymous show. Okay. To go see Sarah and me on stage. Oh, God. Sarah and I. Um, me and Sarah. Sure. Uh I've got just a little bit of ball talk, just oh, an update. Oh, crap. Okay. Yeah. So, Sarah, it was in the list. It was in the list, Sarah. It was in the list. Would you care for a mint? See, these kinds of situations, a mint would certainly resolve the situation. I would throw it in your eye. No. That's not the... Who's the rude one? Woo! All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Uh, we did have some more submissions for the ball talk music, so I'll be playing those later on, and maybe we'll like uh, we'll figure out a way to put these up for uh, for debate. We love uh, any kind of feedback you have. We played several, which thank you to everybody for sending them in uh, a couple of days ago on the show. So take a listen to those, and you can try to pick out the new background music for ball talk. Yeah, All I right. think we need some because I mean, listen Clearly, to this glory. This classy. <laughs> Little number right here is near and dear to all of our hearts. I don't know what I'm saying. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Uh, so here's the deal, Sarah. Over this last weekend, there were contests for the college football playoffs. In fact, yesterday is when these happened. And uh, last Friday, I believe somebody on this show made some predictions about Me? who would win in these playoffs. So it's a four-team playoff for the college fo- for college football. With the two winners going on to the championship game, which I believe is next Monday. As you knew if you listened to this show, though, the winners of those contests would be Georgia and Alabama. And yes, indeed, they were, because my predictions were 100% accurate. So Georgia won a double overtime game against Oklahoma. Alabama going on to beat Clemson in a rematch of last year's championship. So they will be going to the championship this year, Sarah. It's very exciting. And the main thing I wanted to make sure everybody knew was that I predicted it. Once again, my cognitive abilities and my hours upon hours of research, sometimes days I spend awake researching the numbers and the statistics and the analytical side of each one of these games and the the wind, air pressure, and the the quarterbacks. All of that. I was correct. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. That was it. I just wanted to do that. Who would like a mint? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Nobody wants your pocket mints. Oh, man. But they'll be nice and warm. Like Ew. a good hard mint. Like a custom tin for my mints. Maybe I could put some padding in there so they don't like jingle when I'm walking. That's what my grandma used to do with her Tic Tacs. She would put like I'm a not, tissue I want to be there. like your grandma. I'm not your grandma. You could put like a paper, like fold up a paper towel and place the mints inside of it. This doesn't rattle around. I mean, smart. That's a smart move. Come out tomorrow. Perhaps I'll offer you a mint. Don't bring mints. Oh, God. Don't be weird. And then every time I walk on stage, it's like... You know, oh, I'm oh, going to oh. be nervous, so I'm relying on you to not be a spaz. 
Yeah, I know. I'll do my best. Oh no my promises. God. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. Yes. And happy uh, 2018. Happy 2018. Ooh. Also, still looking for best of so your favorite moments from 2017 for our show. And if uh, we've got a we've got a thread on Facebook for it, or you can just email us if you have some specific segment, whatever you've got, send it to us. Uh, we would appreciate that. It helps us settle up. That's great, Greg. That was a good summary. Thank you. Do you have to go wait for the Roto-Rooter person? Yeah, I do. Uh, I didn't say that on air, but um, yeah. Well, that's why we had to kind of get Having out of here. Having more cause... problems at my house. So... Yay! Hopper, 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 no, yeah. Here's to make more money in 2018. All right. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to... You already told everyone to call us, and we said that we love them. Yeah. Well, good luck with your pipes. My, my pipes need cleaning. All right. No, Rick, in the live chat, ask if I clog things. I didn't clog anything. Well, I mean, technically you did, didn't you? Oh, uh, happy birthday to Carrie. We didn't get her a... We didn't get her a... um, Carrie Carrie? Yes, Carrie Carrie. Ah! Because we were supposed to get her a happy birthday and we missed it. And uh, she's listening live right now. Maybe we should do the happy birthday. Gosh darn it, of course we should. Okay, I think we should do that right now. All right, hang on. Let me get this. All right, and here we are. Carrie! Happy, happy birthday, happy friend. Birthday, You're the best. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Very cool. All right, there we go. All right. Well, I just need to reload everything else and get it to the end and blah, 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 blah. All right. Also, for live subscribers here really quick before we sign off, um, we'll get the music going here in just a minute. Uh, I wanted to say this. We're going to be playing a replay for the Mark and Todd cast. Of the first time they met the Unipiper, the Mark and Todd oh. cast, part of the Fun Employment Radio network of and now amazing like podcasts. Best buddy. Yeah, our best buddies. All yeah, of them. and yeah. then the Unipiper ended up joining their their program, joined that and Portland at the Movies, both two shows here on the Fun Employment Radio network. So for live listeners, we're going to replay the time when they met the Unipiper, and also congratulations to uh, Brian, who is the Unipiper, who is the Unipiper, um, who just had a child, a baby, over this, over this New Year's weekend. So congratulations to Brian, and we will play that right after this. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, friends. Would you care for a mint?